A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, the music podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the industry's brightest talents. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and today for episode 308, we're bringing you another hour-long special filled with the electrifying energy of South by Southwest Sydney. To reiterate the fun that we mentioned in our first South by Southwest episode, we had such an incredible time in Sydney exploring what the city had to offer for South by Southwest. We visited installments by Porsche and Amazon, went to gigs at Universal Music House, and we just soaked in the music and creativity that defined the whole event. But um, once again, our main mission was clear, to dive deep into the art of songwriting and storytelling within music. So for part two of our two-part series, we once again had the privilege of sitting down with some brilliant artists who are shaping the future of music. We engaged in insightful conversations with talents like Katie Baser, Soulchild, Los Bichos, Dice, Blusher and Squid the Kid. We shared stories of songwriting and where certain songs were born from. We had a laugh over some of the ways that songs are born and inspired. And we had a look ahead at what's possibly to come from these acts in the future. For an even more immersive experience, please be sure to go check out the video interviews from these interviews um, on our YouTube channel. The link to watch is available in the show notes of today's episode. We're proud to mention that both of these episodes are brought to you by Gin Lane, a spectacular gin bar nestled in the heart of Chippendale. Their support allows us to bring you the best content from events like South by Southwest Sydney, and we couldn't be more grateful for their help. Before we jump into these incredible conversations, please make sure you subscribe to This Song Is Yours on your favorite podcast platforms. And also don't forget to follow us on social media for the latest updates and our latest guests. You'll find all the details in the show notes for today's episode. So once again, let's step into the world of songwriting and musical innovation with our talented guests from South by Southwest Sydney. Before we get to today's interviews, we just want to say a massive thank you to our sponsor for our time while we've been here at South by Southwest Sydney. It is Gin Lane. Gin Lane is one of Sydney's most unique small gin bars. It is located in the heart of Chippendale in a converted 18th century townhouse. It's a perfect spot to have a gin and tonic with friends, catch up, have a fancy cocktail. We just want to say a massive thank you to Gin Lane again for having us while we've been here at South by Southwest Sydney. Please welcome Katie Baser to the pod. Hello. Hi. How are you going? Good, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here while you're here at South by Southwest. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I imagine it's an incredibly busy time for you right now at the moment with, um, with all the things that are going on. How has the week been for you so far? busy we were saying this as we were walking in it's busy but we like mm. busy um it's been lots of everything if I'm being mm. honest with you promo I've, I've seen some sights which has been cool I swam with Lovely. sharks which was fun awesome climbed the bridge 
had a gig last night. I've got a gig tonight. Lovely. It's going great. I'm having a lovely time. First time in Australia? Yes, it is. Lovely, lovely. Um, in terms of sightseeing, has it met the expectation that you kind of thought? Yeah. Yeah? It's beautiful. It's got everything that you could ever want. Beaches, mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. lovely food, lovely people, <laughs> surfer boys. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's not particularly... Um, Appropriate for it's surfer boys British today, right but now, it's pretty British. Mean, so but it's yeah, British. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very exciting because you are here for gigs, as you said, uh-huh. playing some shows. Yeah. I know you played one last night here in Sydney. How did that go? Amazing. Mm. It was it was for South by Southwest, and it was one of them gigs where it's like sort of not corporate, but like corporate. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always like. I never really know how the, those ones are going to go, how they're going to react to me, because I'm quite a lot, and I talk about things that are quite intense. <laughs> but I sent it, and it was amazing. I got in the crowd, and I was going, <laughs> You just have to, like, over, overpower them with energy, and they're just sort of like, okay, fine, I'll have a little dance. Uh, good, I'm glad to hear people got into it. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, uh, so we are, like, a songwriting podcast and uh-huh. media channel, um, and what you kind of said, some of the, the subject matter of your songs, I want to get into in a little bit, yeah. but um, are quite, like, um, honest and forward, yeah. I want to say, and I absolutely love, I think it's um, a little bit cheeky Yeah, as well. I love that. <laughs> I'm a cheeky girl. <laughs> um, has that always been the case in terms of your songwriting? Was that kind of from the get-go, uh, I guess, something that you wanted to do with your songs? Yeah, I think so, because... I don't know. People don't have time for bullshit anymore. I found out today that, like, <laughs> people ha- nowadays have an attention span of seven seconds. Mm, mm-hmm. How fucked is that? Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's yeah. why I think seven seconds, I, I haven't got time to lie to you. I've just got to be like, here's exactly what's going on. If I haven't got you in the first seven seconds, then I'll go back and try again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, I've always wanted to just keep it real. Oh, my God, I've literally said keep it real about 17 no, times today. I love it, though. Yep. I hate myself, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, also a lot of the things that I talk about are just normal situations. Like, I'm 21, I do a lot of things that the most 21 year olds do, and I feel like girls my age, boys my age, whoever my age, and even people that aren't my age are afraid to talk honestly about things if it's like a negative experience. Mm. So I just sort of own it and say it for them, and then we all dance together and pretend it's just a song. <laughs> we don't mean it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that though because it does kind of um, it does allow for I guess people who might be already having that experience of thinking about that um, mm. recognise it in the songs themselves which is kind of cool. Uh, the one of the latest singles, Why Can't I Have Two, is a very um, I want to say a quality a quality based song equality. or like wanting to meet in I guess the same, the same yeah exactly yeah. exactly what was um, I guess the inspiration for that song in terms of what was it, the catalyst that kind of you were like yes let's write about this. It was- it was about fancying two people at the same time, basically, mm-hmm. and wanting to, like, have them both, but for, like, different reasons. Um, and, like, I'd go and talk to my boyfriends about it, and they'd be like, that's fucked up, Katie. <laughs> but then my guy friends would come and talk to me and be like, oh, my God, I fucked this guy, and then I did this. Like, they don't know about each other. Ha, ha, ha. Mm. And I'm like, well, I'd, I want to do that, and I'm going to mm. do that, and I'm going to make a song about it. Yeah. And you know what? I should have known, because the two people realised that it was about them. <laughs> And I get a lovely phone call saying, I don't want to be a part of your life anymore. And I was just like, okay, sauce. But you know what? It made a good song and I had a good time. So It seems to be resonating with people um, very well. People seem to love it. I, um, as I mentioned to you before we started filming, flew in today. I heard it twice 
on the way in transit what? today. Yeah, yeah. It's Why can't I have two? Mm. Where? Uh, once in the airport, once in the taxi. Shut up. Taxi overcharged me, but good soundtrack. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, sorry. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy business. How fun is that? In Australia. Kicking goals everywhere. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> How cool. Um, I wanted to ask, I guess, just your initial introduction to songwriting, where you first kind of tried lyric writing, melody oh, writing. And, yeah. Well, I've always loved words and I've always loved... I started off writing poems mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I was little, I used to just write poems all the time and read them to my mum and then I'd start writing songs. The first time I wrote a song, I think I was about six years old. I remember I brought everyone into the lounge and I sang it to them and everyone was like, great, well done, <laughs> Katie, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then since then, I was kind of just like... Because I'm not very good at explaining how I feel with, like, talking words. And mm-hmm. I know talking words are the same as singing words. <laughs> but I feel like when you sing something, you could just say that it's a song. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I struggled with, like, expressing myself when I was little. And I used to just write it all down into songs. And then my first good song I ever wrote was when I was about 12 years old. And I played it to my music teacher. And he was like, fucking hell, okay. That's pretty good, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then since then... Yeah, I've, I've just kept doing it, but mm. more honestly now, I guess, because I'm more confident. Lovely. Um, I know you mentioned showing these, like, general entries or the, the writing to mum. What does mum make of the honest lyrics in the songs? Oh, yeah, she, she's sort of just like, do your thing, girl. Yeah, love that. You get into it, bestie. <laughs> yeah, she... Yeah, my whole family is just like get into it that's like, awesome send it mm-hmm. whatever you've got to do girl you know what I mean <laughs> even my dad like half my songs are about like sex and like boys and relationships mm-hmm. and I'm like dad this is my new song and he's just there like oh, <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> like I can sometimes I catch him in, in the kitchen just going two four two eight <laughs> all the time with my songs what? biggest fan is my daddy we love him in terms of the song getting a quality to that point it's somewhat worked I guess if it is exactly yeah. the boys love it the boys love it the boys love it um, I did hear a rumour as well I know that there was an EP out earlier this year I believe uh-huh. I did hear a little rumour that there's a mixtape possibly on the way the rumours are true rumours are true rumours are true yeah <laughs> They are true. Can you give us any information on yep. that? I, still have I can tell you everything if you, if you really want. Please, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got a mixtape coming out. It's called Still Learning. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Should I just say, like, what it's about? Yeah, okay. yeah, please. Um, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier about, like, making mistakes and sort of, like, owning it. And, you know, I said, like, people are afraid to sort of say it. I'll be the one to say it. Like, I've fucked mm-hmm. up a lot. I've done a lot of <laughs> shitty things. So I'm not going to lie to you. And, like... That's how. That's what you do to learn. Obviously, not like terrible things, but like you didn't murder anyone. No, 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 no. No. Keep that one harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I go through a lot of things, and I'm I'm the sort of person that like dives into any sort of situation like headfirst. I love to feel things. I love to like like get connections with people, and sometimes that means like breaking hearts and getting your heart broken. And it's all about taking every mistake on the chin and just owning it and saying, yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. And what? Because mm-hmm. I learned and now that this is what I would do differently. And I think you sort of got to treat yourself as like your own therapist. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the whole, the whole mixtape is about just 
being okay with doing things wrong. But Do I love I mean? that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I, I was like, I said this the other day. I was, like, oh, you know, because I'm young, blah, blah, blah. but then I feel like you're never going to have it all figured out. And also, why would you want to oh. have it all figured out? Because then you just might as well stop doing anything. 100%. Do you know what I mean? I, um, I turned uh, 36 early this week. <gasps> Happy birthday! Um, oh, thank you. Um, but it, I still don't have it figured out, and I'll still exactly. continue to not have it figured out. Exactly. So it's and how think, it works. I think people are afraid to admit that as well, and there's so much mm. pressure to have it all figured out. Yeah. Um, and it's like, why? Why do I need to feel that pressure? Big fuck off. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> make mistakes along the way so yeah that's what it's all about and it's sort of like just a big hug of just like I've done it too and it's totally fine here's a song about it go cry with your friends I'm very excited or dance with your friends or like smash <laughs> things with your friends there's a lot of moods in this mixtape let me tell you I'm sure that um, I know as I said it's already kind of Katie taking over Australia even in my morning and in Sydney so um, I know there's going to be a lot of Australian fans excited Woo! for that mixtape um, we would usually ask I guess what they're currently listening to is there anything at the moment on your Spotify Apple Music whatever that you use that's on high rotation a favourite song of mine at the moment album tracks what, like whatever Has you got kind of repeat could be whatever you're listening to I I really like Pink Panthress's new song actually uh, um, Mos- Mosquito yeah, yeah I just had a dream I was dead and I only care because I was taken from you uh, 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 uh. you're <laughs> the only thing that I own I love that I love that song it's a great track um, I also just I love everything like mm-hmm. that's my problem there's so much that you could have at once if you really wanted it and mm. I just I love everything Grooves in the Heart is another good one that I'm listening to Don't Stop Me Now classic oh yeah Don't oh. Stop Me Now it's me literally this whole Australia trip I'm having a ball anyway <laughs> um, Katie thank you so much for joining us today thank and having a so chat much. I very much appreciate it um, and congrats on the single and the forthcoming mixtape thank you so much let me make you fall in love with me And maybe then we'll see And there's no need to call me up like why I can always say that I'm alright Sorry if I'm a hippie but I can't lie Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Soul Child. Hello. How are we? Hi, um, thank you for having me. I'm doing great. <laughs> um, it's a wonderful morning. The weather's finally turned up after a couple of days it really has i think the last few days in sydney it's been gray a little bit rainy whereas uh it's finally showing us some love some sunshine yeah we tried going swimming for a couple of times and ended up like almost freezing <laughs> it's very hit and miss when the when yeah. the weather's not as good um you are here in sydney at the moment for south by southwest um how have those shows been going i've heard very good things so far about the showcases yeah um i think because it's like a first for everyone like not just like the people coming abroad but like people of sydney as well right um i think it's cool they're like using like cool kind of quirky venues and like making Mm. it like homey kind of like a relaxed vibe and so far like not just like how i performed i think like the show went really well but other artists too I, i think they found it really comfortable to perform and it's been great it is a really interesting kind of way that they've set it out. As you said, I think we've seen performances in, like, renovated churches, um, like small bars that were in here at Gin Lane. Um, it is, like, a really interesting kind of setup that they have. Um, yeah, the, the, the showcases, from all accounts that I heard, I think it was the Wednesday night at the uh, Blair Showcase for Warner Music. Absolutely 
I've heard nothing but rave reviews about your performance. <laughs> uh, thank you. I tried my best. <laughs> Is this the first uh, like tour or showcases playing shows in Australia for yourself? Yeah, for me, like I have been to Australia when I was like five, but like I was five first of all, and I think I was like very heavily into video games back then. <laughs> so I was just like in the house. I didn't really go outside. Like I think I was in Melbourne or something like that. But as far as, like, showcase, any type of show goes, like, um, yeah, it was my first time. The energy was wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome to hear. With, with it being South by Southwest, and I, I want to get into your music in a second, but I know that prior to music, you were um, a graphic designer and into graphic design as well. Have you been able to check out any of the tech stuff or the tech side of the, the conference? I, I, I would love to. Um, I think we finally had our, like, after, like, kind of a tight schedule since I've been here, like, finally had a free day yesterday, but we ended up going to, like, the fish market and, like, seeing, like, the city, so I haven't gone to the the innovation tech or, like, gaming, which are all three things I have high interest in. I, mm-hmm. I still love gaming, I st- and with mm-hmm. gaming comes with, like, tech and innovation, I think they go hand in hand. So I'd love to go to like a convention for sure. Like I think I have a free day tomorrow, so maybe I'll check it out. Fingers crossed you're able to check some stuff out. (laughs) How are you finding the reception to these songs and, and the music? Um... Are we talking about, like, in Australia or... Yeah, or just, just in general. I think, like, it's been great. Like, I've been exploring, like, a bunch of genres. Like, back when I started out, I was, like, heavily into, like, R&B slash trap, even though I didn't make any records <laughs> like that. But, like, I was very influenced by, like, artists like party next door like the weekends Mm -hmm. um so i I liked making like uh very like trappy sounds but with like kind of like r&b vocals but nowadays i'm going more and more into like the slower side of music i guess i don't know if that's the right way to call it but um i think i think people know that i don't really like bind myself to a certain genre or like a certain mm-hmm. type of music so um they just take everything <laughs> i give them <laughs> as is and i appreciate it yeah 100 with um i guess with having that freedom of not being bound by one genre do you find that the songwriting process for yourself then changes with each kind of different song that you're making yeah it's honestly challenging <laughs> uh and like when i feel like when I'm in, like, a creative process and I feel that, like, I'm feeling stagnant where I'm just, like, repeating the same stuff or same materials, um, that puts me, like, that makes me really uneasy. So I try to get out of it. Um, but it, it is challenging to sometimes, like, there are a lot of... I listen to a, a lot of music, like, different genres, and sometimes I tackle those genres and it don't work out. So I revert back to my old style. And sometimes I hate that about myself. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a, there's, there's a lot of curves in the creative process. 100%. I would love to know, I guess, if you're willing to share trying new genres. Is there one that 
you haven't yet tackled that you're wanting to kind of grasp or, or have a challenge with? To be honest, like, I used to not be the biggest fan of country. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like even nowadays, like, urban, contemporary country um, has, like, similar sound. Like, it brings out a lot of sounds from, like, ballads and R&B, like, in a sense, too. So, like, I thought it would be, like, it would be an interesting fusion to, like, kind of fuse country in. Like, I'd never thought I'd say that. Like, if it was three years ago, I would would have never said that. Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. I look forward to maybe in three years' time, we'll have you back on the podcast talking about your country record. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) I mean, you guys heard it here, so... (laughs) (laughs) For you, when you do hit those roadblocks in trying to write music, and it might be writer's block, it might be the sonic's not working your way, do you have any particular practices or exercises that you use to to overcome them or try and push through? It's, um... I don't know if it's the healthiest thing to do, to be honest, but... I think I generate, like, motivation and the will to write stuff um, when I'm not happy, (laughs) when I'm not in, like, the greatest mood. I think it just comes along easier. And I've kind of, like, told myself that's probably not the healthiest thing to do. But especially, like, when you have a writer's block or, like, a creative block, it's, like... Um, putting myself in situations under pressure, like putting myself in situations where I could potentially feel a bit down or a bit like moody or a bit dramatic. Um, it did bring like a different side of me or like a more efficient side or like I could see like the cracks in the wall that mm-hmm. I can like kind of follow through when I'm in that state. But I do agree that it's probably not the best idea, but that's how I got, how I got along with it, yeah. I think I can very much appreciate the, um, what is it, like, it, it's a cliche and obviously sometimes it is not healthy, but the, like the artist's struggle is almost yeah, like that, yeah. that kind of known thing. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I'm probably not the only one who, like, they might not admit this, but like, yeah, a lot of people go through this, I feel like. 100%. I think that's why the music of Soul Child has been resonating with Australian fans, at least, that I can speak for. I can't speak for, for everyone else. Um, that initial shift from graphic design to music, what kind of spurned that? What was it that got you interested in songwriting? Um, so I graduated uh, at an art school. Not a big art school, just like a more like a technical school. Mm-hmm. So I could like get a job right away, and I did get a job at, like, at an office as like at an ad agency and the salary was good like everything seemed like the trajectory for my career seemed pretty good like if I continued on maybe five ten years down the line like I'd have a stable life like maybe a family or like a home maybe um but like the first year working at an office like being there from like eight to six or like I don't know nine to five it's, it was like very unbearable for me mm-hmm. and I was also in a situation where like I was in a big um Asian community I am Korean but I worked at a like a a Chinese company um and the language barrier was like very strong for me like uh although there was like a translator there for me um 
yeah, he didn't show up much to work. <laughs> so I was kind of left to my own devices a lot. And that really like put me in a sad mood. And I think one day, like I've always wanted to do music. I did music in high school, like in middle school, like I was like in choir, I was doing like chamber, st- like chamber choir type stuff. Like, so I really wanted to tackle it. So like, I made a song out of like frustration one day, like while I was working, and posted it on SoundCloud, like all the <laughs> good up-and-coming <laughs> artists did back then, <laughs> and uh, gained some type of traction. And after that, like I kind of slowly just killed off my graphic design career and just went full speed at the singing thing. Well, I think that it has worked out because it seems to be doing very well for you. you seem to be. Um uh, I want to say, like, touching a lot of people in terms of your music and impacting their lives. Um, a lot of fans here in Australia as well. I know that we've spoken about the most recent single. I guess in the next 6 to 12 months, what can we expect? It, not to get anyone in trouble, um, can we expect a, a collection of songs at some point? Yeah, um, there's no trouble. Um, <laughs> and I've kind of, kind of made it known, like, subtly here and there. It's like... Probably by next year, I'm going to have an album out. Fantastic. Um, it'll be my like first full-length album, so I'm excited. I'm scared, excited. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything like this ever before. So, But yeah, next year I'll have a full-length album out for everyone to hear. It, it'll be different. At least that's what I think, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing in a lot of genres, more than I've done before, so excited. That's super exciting to hear. I know that there's going to be a lot of excitement around that album. Um, we would usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that's on high rotation for yourself? Hard rotation. Um, I do listen to uh, this artist called Kyle Dion. Mm-hmm. Like, he has, I think his latest single, like, Boyfriend Jeans. I think that's really, like, that. I, I put that on repeat a lot. Other than that, I listen to, I listen to a lot of, like, I wouldn't say, like, mainstream artists, but, like, they're still, like, everybody knows them type deal. Mm-hmm. Like, Zach Greer, mm-hmm. like, Kyle Dion. I listen to, like, John Vinyl. Like, yeah, like. How do you usually find the music that you're listening to? Are you someone who follows the algorithm or friends' recommendations or...? Yeah, um, I don't know if I can say it, but, like, you know, you know your Discovery Weekly? Mm. Yeah, that, that plays a big part. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, like, I get to, like... I don't know, like, I found, like, some dude that made this, like, nine-minute soundtrack. His name's Kai, and he has this song called, like, Red, and it goes through, like... Mm. I don't know, like, goes to four genres at once in one song. I was like, that's super cool. And, yeah, those all pop up in my Discovery Weekly. Yeah. That's awesome. I absolutely love that. Um, Soul Child, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Simon, for having me again. Thank much you. My pleasure. Tired of being my mind is frozen. Welcome the 
gentlemen from Dice. We've got Ben, Sam, Regan, and Tom. Gentlemen, hello once How again. Are <laughs> How are you going? <laughs> My absolute pleasure. Well done with the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're here for South by Southwest this week, which is incredibly exciting. Um, how are you feeling about the week so far? How's the week been? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we coming off the back of yours and ours on the weekend. <laughs> um, start of the week was pretty slow, but I think we're all picking back into it, um, getting around it, getting out there, checking out. There's a lot more things than we all thought. I think originally, it's like hard to get wrap your hand around the uh, scale, the size of this. This event, yeah. yeah, I think once, because we've been here for a couple of days, we've kind of understood and navigated our way around. So I think today will be a big day of kind of experiencing what South by Southwest have to offer and hopefully, yeah, catch a couple of acts. And then we're obviously playing tonight at, uh, I think, the Powerhouse, yeah, at 8pm. So it's going to be a good day. That's incredibly exciting. Is there anything on the list of non-music and we'll get to the music acts but anything on the non-music side that you guys want to check out um i think we might go have a look at some of the gaming expos i know our crew that have come along with us were absolutely ecstatic about going to test out some games so i think we might go have a stop but otherwise yeah there's a lot of musical kind of acts and exhibitions that we're definitely going to have a check out it's incredibly exciting and i know that there's i know there's a lot of excitement um about your showcases and your gigs the That's going down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, have you have you played any yet this week, or is yeah. they all ahead? Yeah, we played last night at six o'clock at the uh, was it the Chipper Hotel? Yeah, yeah. 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 Chipper. Um, and actually went really well. We we're not too used to that style of uh, performance. Um, it was a quite small stage and um, uh, an underground environment. But it, yeah, no, it was it was pretty pretty fun. Um, I think we played a pretty good show. So. Can't really complain. We've had a few acts um, chat to us today and, and over our course at South by how the audience is slightly different because it's technically like an industry thing, yeah. but you do have punters there as well. Do you find yourself working that little bit harder to try and sway the, the industry people to have a bit of a book? Yeah. We, yeah. we rely on like crowd energy a lot for our energy, I would say. Like, 100%. There's nothing better than seeing a crowd full of people having a great time, and that we kind of feed off their energy. So it is a bit different, like playing in front of um, people that are almost analysing our performance instead of just getting loose and getting amongst it. But uh, I, I was pretty proud about how we played. It's, yeah, I reckon, it's a I reckon we smash it. It was good fun. Like I feel like it's like I'm talking for myself, not sure about the other boys, but like we did our first big sound back in August and like there was sort of similar vibes and stuff but like whether it's 50 people or 500 people like we're four best friends on stage having fun playing music and really like whatever else happens happens and like it was so cool to be up there and just play music so we had so much fun I absolutely love that I think that um the kind of I want to say like camaraderie what you just said like four mates playing music has definitely spilled across to the other side of the stage I think people really embrace that kind of aspect of you guys I know that this year it seems like Dice have just like hit a whole new level I think that footage from yours and ours that you were talking about before mm-hmm. like crazy kind of size crowd yeah. people absolutely loving the band are you guys not surprised by the success because you're writing good music but are you like how is it from your perspective I guess yeah I think we're definitely um, still trying to catch up to where we are now but a big thing for us is to appreciate the moments along the way and not 
kind of just skip them and then look back and be like, oh, I wish we could go back to those days. Um, But I think, yeah, the time we're in right now, we're very appreciative of everyone who's working with us and all of our fans, and we're trying to pretty much put in as much as we can into the band and (laughs) developing our music and our brand. Yeah, we definitely, like, it's, it's so cool to sit back and, like, take things day by day. Like, every time we talk to people, we just, yeah, day by day is the way we do things. We've got, like, long-term goals and stuff, but, yeah, we're just super appreciative of, like, everyone who works with us. And, like, even being here, like, it's so exciting to just be working with other creators, which, yeah. We, we're just, yeah. Serenity. That's it in a nutshell. Smell the roses, soak it up, enjoy every day, every minute. You never know. Yeah, and I feel like also, like... It's, it's, we are always, yeah, as Ben said, catching up, but I feel like we've all sacrificed a lot and we've all dropped uni, we've all d- dropped to like two days of work a week. So we've, it's a lot of hard work's gone into it and it's really cool to see it start to pay off. As with anything, whether where, wherever you're working, when you're working really hard, when it starts to pay its dividends, it's very rewarding. 100%. I can only imagine the kind of like... Um well, as you kind of said, sacrifice that it takes to, to make something like this work. I would love to know, we're like predominantly a songwriting podcast, media, brand, whatever you want to call it. What was the initial kind of steps in putting Dice together? Who was the, the first songwriter and how did those sessions kind of come you together? Um, yeah, so it was Tom and myself. We um, branched into songwriting from just jamming in Tom's backyard We're best friends for 10 years. About About like when COVID kind of ended and restrictions were lifted in Perth. So that was about end of 2020. Um, And yeah, songwriting, it was never something that we actually looked into too much. It was more just uh, learn as we went kind of process. And over time, we got better and better at figuring out our own sound and how we wanted to write music and how, what kind of lyrics and what kind of meanings we wanted to kind of communicate to our fans. And it was definitely a yeah, um, time process of honing in on our sound, but it was very a fun process. We never thought too much about it. We wanted to kind of keep it natural and authentic. And when we got Regan and Lenny in, it just kind of expanded our kind of brand and made it even better, And especially... Um, the last year in our most recent EP, Time Will Tell, is definitely going towards exactly what we want our Dice sound to sound like. And I feel like it's our songwriting sort of came out of nowhere. Like, because obviously me and Ben and Regan have known each other for over 10 years, and Lenny's been with us for almost two now. And like, me and Ben have always like jammed together, but just playing covers in the garage. And then when we, I moved out, like, at start of 2020, there was just one day, and I've actually got the video saved on my phone where we wrote reality the first time, and we, it, it just came together so cool. And we were like, we've never actually tried to write our own stuff. Like, Ben had done a, a little bit of stuff, and then we were like, oh, who else could join the band? We, like, we called up Regan, and he, was, he tells this story all the time about how he was going to... He came over, and he's, he's like, I expect it to be horrible. He's like, these guys are like, oh, we got a song we wrote. He's like, this is going to be awful. And he always tells the story. He's like... I was very impressed, and he goes, this could be something very fun, and since then, like, we've had a sick time, since Lenny's joined, we've stepped things up, like, Lenny holds us to a very high standard, because we're all self-taught, and Regan's had a few lessons, but I taught Ben guitar, I've learnt from YouTube, and Lenny's, yeah, a very hardcore drummer, and he holds us to a standard that has really helped us step things up over the past year and a half, and I think that's, like, a huge, like, reason of, like, why we've got to where we are, because it's so cool, like, knowing, like, this could be a real thing. 
it definitely seems like this is well, it, it is a real thing because you're here <laughs> yes, South by Southwest playing gigs. Yeah, you're kicking goals. Um, I know that there was what was it? The most recent single, Super Supervision. Supervision. Um, where did that song come from? Uh, losing a pair of sunnies on was it Mount Wellington, Tasmania? Multiple pairs of sunnies. Yeah. Over the tour, there was multiple pairs of your sunglasses that got lost, but mm. it's in particular that uh, that one you had. Um, an emotional attachment yeah. to Regan. Got over got, the next day looking for them. Oh, that was yeah, Hodge and I got overexcited about seeing snow for the first time. <laughs> a bit of ice under a bush, <laughs> and chased each other around, throwing at each other, and then that's when they got lost somewhere up there. So if you find them, let me know. I'd love them back. Yeah. As I was writing the lyrics, so I love um, trying to. I'm um, trying to kind of make the lyrics so it can be interpreted in multiple ways. It doesn't have to be necessarily just face value. So, yes, it was about losing Sonny's, but it was also about the kind of emotional attachment to material things that a lot of people go through and the withdrawals and just everything about losing something and how you're affected by it or if you obtain something, how you can get hyper-obsessed, even if it's just about a pair of Sonny's, as we say. So it was a kind of a cool concept to play around with and I think, yeah, definitely related to a lot of people that listen to it. for the music that you write is kind of coming from those everyday 100%. normal things? A lot of things, yeah. It's all about our own experiences. Like, I think everything, like, from our very first or second song, Wonderland, that's about, like, me going through a breakup over summer back a few years ago. And, like, every single song we write comes from, like, really from the heart. Whether, whether it comes across directly in the song, like, Stockholm, when we sat down, because, like, Lenny had just joined the band and we were asking, like, tell us, like, about, like what, like, what you've been through over the past few years. And then we stemmed, like, the lyrics from Stockholm and Ben and Lenny worked on them together, together and it made an awesome story of a song. And, yeah, but, yeah, it's all very, all very personal, but we want it to be able to relate to anyone's situation. We do keep some lighthearted. I did write yeah. lyrics about a taco for one of our songs which people don't know but it's it's slowly coming to light but yeah it's a bit of fun we won't give anything away we'll let people who are watching this guess and do the math to try and work out what the taco song is um i know we mentioned kind of these crowds growing i know that you're currently in the midst of a tour i know you've had some dates earlier this month i think that after south by you're off to new zealand and then back to um back to i think you're coming to adelaide that's where we're that's where we're from we flew in today um so we'll be there in adelaide uh, and then a few other dates how i guess how are you finding life back on the road again this year um yeah it's a pretty intense intense process it's like you go go home you're like back to work chilling at work day-to-day life and then you get here and it's like because we are from perth like the bands we've been touring with for this tour you know they'll come do the weekends and then verbal club will go back to victoria go back home, go back to work. We can't do that, so it's kind of like full month or full however long. You stay where you are, not going home in between. It gets long, but, I mean, us four together, it's not really that much of a torturous process. You know, I think we all kind Only of enjoy sometimes. it. Sometimes. 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 No, but it is, uh, it is a lot of fun and we enjoy it so much, but I've found that it is just constant stimulation the whole time. We are always around each other. And I actually drove off to see my girlfriend like 40 minutes away from our hotel the other day. And that was the first time I was sitting in a car by myself being like, 
it's really quiet. Like, I was just sitting there like, where are, the, where are the guys? Like, I can't talk to anyone right now. And, yeah, I think when we get back from tour, we always, we always sit in our room and just be like... A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where is everyone? Like, who do I talk to? What do I do? Um, it is constant st- stimulation and, like, a lot of fun, high energy the whole time, which can get tiring, but it is so much fun. You get half an hour once you get home, just, oh, I love this peace and quiet, and then you start to miss everyone again. But, yeah, you, you post start... To blues, yeah, so. post to a blues. But then, yeah, you always remember there's something coming up, so you never really get two down. You always have something to build up and look forward to. And then, yeah, tour comes, and it's just a fun blur. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. Well, I guess in the spirit of what you were just saying in terms of more fun things coming up, as I said, Dice's profile has just continued to rise this year. What, without getting ourselves into trouble, what can we expect in the next 12 months? Are there things we can talk oh, about? Is that- yeah. we, um, we have yeah, we have a lot of exciting stuff coming up. There's Lots of new a, a, lot of, a lot of new, yeah, new things that we haven't done before, which is probably the most that we can say, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're pretty much going full, full ball. Um, pretty much all of our time is committed to doing stuff for the band for the rest of the year, and it's hopefully going to pay off. We've honed in on exactly what we want Dice to be and what we want to give to our fans for the next year, and it's definitely something that we can proudly say that people, time will tell, and it's definitely something to look forward to for the next year, yeah. Yeah, we're all super excited about everything to come. We've got heaps of touring coming up over the next 12 months, heaps of festivals over New Year's, and then we've been in the studio pretty much since... Splendor. We've been on and off just working on new stuff and we all work, well, me and Lenny work together. Re- Lenny and uh, Regan and Ben work together. So we, we, can't, we don't get away from each other, but <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of it. We're always, it's always dice, 100% of the time. When we're at work, we, we're like, oh, like, we won't talk about the band, but it never happens. It's always, and it's so passionate. Like we're making coffee and people are just saying, they're like, oh my God, these guys are crazy. They don't shut up, but... <laughs> We all love each other. Big, but, yeah. big things to come. That's all we got to say things, about yeah. that. Big things coming. Yeah. That's very, very exciting. We won't push for, for, for any further information to, uh, to not get ourselves into trouble. Um, guys, we would usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. We might even go, like, down the line. Yeah. But um, what's... Oh. I can start the other end, if that That's, helps. I've got a lot. Yeah. Okay, all right. One, what, what, one band. One band. I have to say Oasis Slide Away is the tune of today for me. Um, I can't stop listening to it. It got me hyped last night because we, we played at 6 o'clock 
And um, before that, I was sleeping, I think, at five o'clock. Um, and I had my headphones on. And the I just, eye that mask. song, that's, yeah, and my eye mask. Um, that song came on, and I was just like, yeah, I'm ready for the gig. Let's do it. Gets me hyped. So, um, slide away. Solid choice. Um, Stop Making Sense, Talking Heads, live album. Got to see the show, the 40 year anniversary showcase at South by Southwest. Nice. Um, big fan of it for a long time and dreams came true, you got to watch it there, it was very, very cool. Dad was jealous. <laughs> Unlucky Trev. <laughs> um, Dash of Speed, Rum Jungle, they've been long term mates and their song was just an earworm, so I've just been playing it. And every, like, every morning everyone's asleep, I'm just yelling the lyrics and <laughs> just making a coffee, just yelling it, just Dash of Speed. Thanks. Yeah, absolute bop. Yeah. It'll be my number one this year. Uh, anything, nothing but thieves. I've recently discovered them after we played GTM with them, and I didn't, know, I didn't know about them. Missed the set, and I found out, and I was absolutely gutted. But if you ask any of the guys, every time we get in the car, it's all I put on. He's converted us. Into I've converted everyone. Now they, fans, it, it was yeah. the first like few weeks. Guys, like, oh, like not that into it. And now Ben's, Ben's loving it. Lenny's loving it, and Regan's getting there. There's a few songs he loves, but I think they've got like a good sound that like is definitely, like, sort of the direction we're going with, like, with sort of, like, the more rock and roll stuff, but, like, a bit more alternative. But, yeah, they're awesome. Absolutely love Thank you. Um, absolutely love those choices, guys. I think also a solid, like, kind of cross-section of, um, I guess, like, similar genres, but good spectrum of different kind of acts, different yeah. legacies in there. So, well. 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Nice choices. Um, thank you very much for coming onto the pod. It's a pleasure. In general, we appreciate it. Thank you. Please welcome Lost Bitchos. We have Nick, Joe, Agustina, and Sarah. Welcome. Yay! Thank you. Uh, how has your South by Southwest week been so far? I know that we're a few days in, but how's your experience going so far? We kind of just started for us, really. It starts today with our first show tonight, but so far we've mainly just been battling our jet lag and found our way around Sydney. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like we haven't quite got into it yet. No. Have you been able to check out any um, any of the instalments, anything so far of, of the the conference? No, no, no. honestly, we are. <laughs> we've done nothing. We like, went to the Opera House, though. Yeah, not South by South by South by is an activity. Did we show part of South by, or was that just that a was the headline? Oh, we went to see Sorry play yeah. at the Oxford Art Centre, yeah. but I yeah. think that was just their show. Yeah, that was her, the headline show. <laughs> I'd say that still counts. <laughs> South by website. We've so, seen you know. music. Yes, yeah. and the Opera House. <laughs> I know there's a lot of excitement around your show this evening and oh. some of the shows that you're playing. Right. You guys seem surprised at that. Yeah. Well, we've just never <laughs> been there before. Yeah, we've just never like played in Australia before, so it's just nice. A nice surprise. Uh, I guess, well, that was where I was going with the next part. Like, are you surprised with the success and the popularity of the band? Because I've... Um, We've only been here today. We flew in from Adelaide very early this morning, but I've heard people talking about Lost Bitch Us all day throughout the little, oh, the little, really? little laneway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know there's that's a lot really of excitement. Cool. That's really cool. yeah. Are you guys, I imagine you're excited about tonight's show as well? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, there's no one there. <laughs> Be great, yeah, and I just you 
know what? When you've never gone to a country to play before, you just don't know what to expect. So, yeah, yeah I just anything is good. We're just yes. happy to be here. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that kind of, in, uh, I guess, that enthusiastic nature in terms of just, like, rolling with the punches almost. That's what we've yeah. been doing. Yeah. 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 Since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it as it comes. The kind of um, the story of the band or the creation of the band, I kind of do love this story because it seems like it's not your usual or standard coming together of musicians. I kind of love that it's a bit of a mix of different backgrounds, different, um, I believe, careers that you all kind of left to come and do the band. What was the initial catalyst of starting Los Bichos? <laughs> you know what? Oh, hello. Um, well... Many years ago, I was playing drums for a band called Kid Wave and, you know, that was happening and that was, like, coming to an end and me, myself, I was, you know, kind of at a bit of a loose end in terms of projects and I'd been doing these little, like, weird jingle type of songs for many years um, but, you know, the lyrics and, like, me being like, ah, ooh, on top of them was never really f- sitting quite right with me but I was like damn, those backing tracks sound good, you know. (laughs) And then eventually I got um, listening to this really cool compilation called The Roots of Chicha, which is a Peruvian cumbia compilation. And then it's just like, man, you can just do instrumental music and it's, you know, it's wicked. So me and... Well, and then, yeah, I met Agustina at this party. Yeah, in the pond. Yes, I fell into a pond. I thought that was the venue name. But... No. <laughs> it was a house party. Yeah, and she was very kind. And then she was like, I would like to join the band. And I was like, yeah, great. I always wanted to play guitar because it's like a really big instrument in South America. Yeah. So I want to play guitar. And so I was like, do you know how to play? I was like, no, but let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, the catalyst was just love playing music, love writing music and yeah, just nice to not have to think of lyrics and to you know, to be pressured to like sing on something because it was just never something that came super naturally to me but playing stuff did. 100%. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I know that when the band started that there was some kind of um, what's the word? I know that the press kind of focused a lot on the fact that there was no lyrics or that there was no singing and I imagine that's kind of frustrating especially if that's the intent of your project at what point did you kind of allow that to just wash over your back in a way that it just kind of wasn't you're still doing you and still able to make this incredible music I think we never cared. Yeah, no, I think it's just always been water off ducks back. Some people have asked, which is fair enough. That's okay to ask. But we've just always been pretty firm that this is what the project is. It's an instrumental project. And sometimes we like to do little yells. Yeah. A little sassy, yeah, little fun sassy sayings over stuff. But that's just what comes naturally to us. That's it. I think there was a cover of Tequila, which I think if you're going to have any lyrics in in a song, that that song covers quite well with with the project. Yeah, Yeah. and Akashina just makes them up. Yeah, it's another real lyric, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like our own tequila version away. Yeah. I do love that. It's unique. Yeah. 
hundred percent. When it comes to the songwriting process for the band, how does that kind of work in terms of people bringing different melody ideas and, and things to, to the to the project? Well, I put down these little. I don't know whether. <laughs> I um. I don't know. Sometimes I'll just come up with some random demos, or someone will send me a little random little jingle idea, and I'll just crack it onto Ableton and then we'll take that to a rehearsal room and then everyone will put their own, you know, flourishing touches, you know, because Nick is an incredible drummer and then, because, you know, the demo was just me going boom, boop. Well, the demo, the demo is about ten layers of percussion usually. I do and like to lay. Like, okay, so how do I make that work? Yeah, <laughs> but it's amazing because because well, it's great. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Josie, you like because I like to do a lot of copy and pasting with my bass. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, but yeah, it's just and then you know Agustina just deranging her little deranging guitar synth stuff over it, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, yeah, I think they really come to life when we all come together and play them in a rehearsal room together. Well, it, I think it's definitely resonating with people. I know that people do love the record. It was released last year. It's called Let the Festivities Begin. I know that you recorded with Alex, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his last name, Capranos. Capranos. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Um, from Franz Ferdinand, who mm. initially I thought was an interesting producer when reading, I guess, the information. Mm. But sonically, it seems like it was the right kind of fit because this record's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, what was that experience like uh, working with Alex? Great. Yeah, I mean, he's a, you, you could tell he's just such a fan of all types of music. It's not just kind of what Franz Ferdinand does. And he, I don't know, he was just incredibly nice to work with. He brought out the best in us as musicians and the songs and really got us like thinking of like how we want where we want to go with it and how we want the audience to react when they listen to it live and on record and mm. yeah it, you could tell it's like sitting on years and years of knowledge and experience that he just was like happily sharing with us which <laughs> is like amazing that's what you want really 100 yeah. yeah, he's got a really good knowledge of the yeah like the the style of music that we were definitely channeling through the first album as well yeah mm-hmm. Which is nice. With um, the album coming out last year, I know that there's been a lot of touring this year. I obviously don't want to get anyone in trouble when asking this question, mm-hmm. but like, can we possi- uh, possibly expect any new music soon? Is there another? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. We're working on album two, and yeah, can't wait to share it with everyone. It's really yeah, exciting. we're so excited. <laughs> yes. I'm very excited to hear that yeah. because um, we did love the uh, the album at the. This is a podcast and visual medium kind of company, so we did very much enjoy Let the Festivities Begin, so I'm very excited that there is another album in the works. Um, With that, and obviously I don't want to get, again, push too much, sonically, are we looking at anything different? Are we pushing the envelope a little bit more this second time round, or is this all hush-hush and we'll come back around to this when the album's out? No, I definitely think we are. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. yeah. You, uh, you don't want to make, like, the same album over and over again. No. We're just doing something, you know, a little bit more, maybe more 80s. Just, I don't know, a little bit more 80s, a little bit more video gamey. And it's like we're really coming into our own with this album, I think, as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Big uh, sounds. Yeah. Massive. 
Oh, okay. I'm very excited to see what comes <laughs> from these sessions. Um, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to. We can go up and down the line, whichever order you'd like to go with. Um, what, I guess, are you currently listening to that's kind of on high rotation for yourselves? Oh, gosh. I have been listening to a lot of, like, romantic, cheesy songs. It's really disgusting. It's like I've seen, like... I have this big playlist that I put songs that I like and I get obsessed with like six for a few weeks. Mm, and I'm just, similar. yeah, I've just been listening to like really cheesy music. Like what? Like Paul Anka, boom, face on my shoulder. Put your, whatever. Or like put love your hand on my hand, face on my shoulder. <laughs> like that. And then like love is in the air or things like that. Oh, I love oh, that song. Yeah. God, I don't know. I'm also like that. I don't usually listen to like albums very much. I'm more like songs yeah. and then playlists. God, what have I been listening to? I've had that song from Confidence Man on repeat on my way here on the flight. Oh, Holiday? The one with DJ Seinfeld. Oh, it's yeah. So catchy. It slaps. And now I can't remember the title. But it's really fucking catchy. So listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been listening to the new Art School Girlfriend album, mm-hmm. which just came out a few weeks ago, I think. Lovely. Yeah, kind of moody, electronic y. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm just listening to um, lots of, lots of quintessential 80s music, um, mainly Five Star, because I heard this really wicked song of theirs from like 1984 and the video clip is sick it's amazing and yeah, I heard it on sex, sex education mm-hmm. um, and it's an amazing song and it makes me really emotional um, and I'm also listening to this song by Ollie and Jerry which is a one hit wonder and yeah it's wicked and I've been singing it all day today to myself <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's kind of quite a diverse kind of selection of songs between the four of you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Paul Anker to Confidence Man. Yeah. Um, covers a bit of ground. Do you guys usually share music with one another? Do you find that it, like no. the Venn diagrams of what you listen to kind of crosses over at all? It does. Yes, yeah. 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 some stuff. Yeah. It's true. It does. It does. Yeah. We did, um, we did like a radio show in... Um, 2020 yeah. slash 21 on Worldwide FM and we like it was like a great opportunity to all share loads of music with each other because we kind of did these playlists and then recorded the shows. Yeah, that so, was yeah. really good. It's a lot of music discovery that year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to say. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Well, I know, again, a lot of people are excited to see you at South by Southwest this week. I know we're excited to see you. You're going to try and make it to the gig tonight. And I think there's... Is there another one tomorrow? Yes. Yes. And Saturday. And Saturday. So you better come to at least one of them. I believe I'm going to be... I'm definitely the one tomorrow. If I'm not the one tonight, tomorrow is the definite. That's the... um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, very good, but, you know, no pressure. Um, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast and, um, and chatting with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Still hear my stomach rumbling. This is shit feeling. It's hard to function. Refuse to get in bed. Fuck the cuddling. 
please welcome Spit the Kid. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. My absolute pleasure. Um, thank you for coming, mate. Uh, how has your South by Southwest week been so far? Uh, definitely been a bit hectic. Not going to lie. Um, it's a bit overwhelming, but in a good way. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of acts and a lot of cool venues to check out and cool conferences to go to. But, yeah, it's just a massive hub of, like, you know, networking and meeting new people and interacting with different artists. And it's cool. It's cool. 100%. It's really nice. we've, um, we've spoken to a few different artists in our time here so far. I do want to get to music, obviously. Have you yeah. seen anything non-music related of like the conference that kind of has interested you i think we had someone yesterday who's like a um they're like a pop producer but they they went to the nasa thing to listen about like biodegradable food for the future or living on mars or whatever have you seen anything there's a few ai stuff that Mm -hmm. is on today that montel's like my bass player is going to so depending on the time Mm -hmm. i'm very keen to check that out um just to hear about like you know the state of ai and like what's to come yeah that's like you know, as everyone knows, it's been pretty hectic. Mm-hmm. You know, w- whether it be music or just in general. So it'd be cool to see like the outlook on that so far. But other than that, yeah, it's really music. And I went to Chance to Rap like last night. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's still music, so I can't really count that. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> yeah. Was that cool though? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool to see him in person. Someone that I've been following for you know a long time. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's a funny dude, cracking jokes. And I've heard that. Yeah, it, it was really nice to. See him in person and, and get a glimpse of what he's really like. And, yeah, just cracking jokes and having fun, really. So it's cool. Sick. I'm actually so jealous. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get to go? No, 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 no. Oh, really. man. Stuck doing other things yesterday, but very, very jealous. Um, <laughs> it's an incredibly exciting time, though, for yourself. Get Chance out of the way. Let's yeah, get yeah, yeah. front and centre. Yeah. Don't um, worry about him. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a brand new single that's out today, Late Night Antics. Yes. Congratulations, late night. mate. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been three years in the making. Three years? Yeah. We've... Um, had it for a long time um, on the back burner for a bit just because when I like I initially wrote it and when me and the guys made it um, I was just waiting for that voice to fill up the chorus that I wrote mm. but yeah and then came across Alicia so shout out her for jumping on the on the hook and here we are um, yeah it was it's been a crazy journey for that song especially A lot of trial, trial and error Because there's a bit of a surprise in that one um, When you guys have a listen But uh, yeah, to get to this point now It's honestly been unreal The amount of times I've wanted to force it And push it out And mm. get someone that I'm like semi You know, thought about Like, oh, it could work But I know deep inside I wasn't really happy with it So, But now we're at a point now It's out in the world And for everyone to enjoy But yeah, it's cool it's a fantastic track, mate. So you should be very proud. I'm no, glad that you, so you kind of held on to it until you're ready to uh, to put yeah. it out there because it's um it is a gorgeous track. I don't want to spoil the surprise that you just said. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah. I did very much enjoy the. Um, I'm trying to use like the least spoilery words that I can. Yeah, um, for sure. The intent of what you've done with the surprise in matching the thematics of the song. Yeah, <laughs> without spoiling anything. I feel like we're, you know, how the Marvel p- people do, like, and yeah. like Tom Holland gets told off for like spoiling. Yeah, that's that's how I feel like we're. There's a guy with like a blow dart. Yeah, yeah, ready, 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 ready to come pounds, for us. Yeah, because yeah, we can't spoil it. Oh man. I won't. So I won't say any more. But I, I did love that. There's obviously a lot of thought put into that aspect of it, and that sometimes subverting the expectations of the listener can really like elevate a song for you 
how important is that aspect of uh, aspect sorry of songwriting in terms of like keeping not keeping the listener engaged but like I guess keeping yourself engaged and keeping that interesting kind of things happening throughout not getting stagnant or oh for sure you know like I think I know a lot of people and a lot of artists that I've come across like look like put a lot of meaning to their music which is fine you know but um I sort of taken a different route and I, I like to focus on the sonics and and how it makes a person feel you know mm-hmm. like just the change of dynamics and stuff like that and at the end of the day I like to make I want to make people feel good when they listen to it and feel like they're having a good time and and that that's what it is. Yeah, my music may not be as meaningful or as deep as per se, but in terms of like uh the vibe and and the way I can make a people f- like a person feel after listening to it and especially with this one with a bit of a surprise, that's that I guess that's that's where the emotion is for me, you 100%. know. So yeah. For you, what was the initial draw to songwriting? We're like primarily a songwriting podcast and media brand thing. Yeah. What was your initial uh, introduction to songwriting? I guess you trying out writing music, writing lyrics. Like in terms of like the start of the journey? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, playing in high school, playing a lot of, you know, when, when you're starting out in high school, jamming out with your friends, mm-hmm. you play a lot of covers and, and you fall in love with your songs, you know? Yeah. You, and then it's like, that uh, feeling that you have or that thought you have at the back of your mind like oh I wish these were mine you know just because it makes you feel a certain type of way so it's like okay cool why don't I obviously with the intent of chasing this dream why don't I sort of try and build that sort of um, you know thing for myself you know like start to write my own music where people can one day you know sing it back to me or come Mm -hmm. up to me like wow that that like, I love this song and it's already happening now at a small scale and that like that that's why I do music just so that I can you know have these interactions with people and you know get their thoughts and you know essentially just have it for them to enjoy really so it's it's that's why I do it yeah I do love that um well as you kind of said like it is already happening and I don't even think on a small scale like <laughs> and I know that you're being very humble so I can appreciate that but like this year Already, what have we got? Um, oh, I think like your profile just in general has been rising this year. Yeah. I've been seeing Squid the Kid a lot more on um, like. Is sorry. that a plane? That's not real. I'm not sure how loud that will be, but yeah. we'll, we'll edit around <laughs> it's, it's that. All right. <laughs> um, I have been seeing yeah Squid the Kid on like a lot more playlists. Um, I know you played Listen Out. I believe yeah. you supported Phony People only this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night. It's been a, it's yeah. been a crazy week. Yeah, it's been a crazy few weeks actually. So how are you kind of dealing with? All of this, not brand new attention, but like, how are you feeling with all these new fans, all these people kind of getting on board with your project? I think it's just, yeah, I always tell everyone that I don't like to celebrate much. I like to keep my head down and, and keep pushing forward. Um, but I think when it comes to these, you know, new interactions with, you know, fans and stuff and people coming up to me and, you know, saying how they, how much they like my music and how much they listen to it. That's that's the celebration for me. You know, even like being behind like acts that I followed um, at Listen Out. You know, followed for a long time and idolized like you know Skrillex and Young Franco and Kenny Beats and stuff like mm. that. Like to me, that's a celebration and it's cool. It's been crazy, but yeah, I don't I, I don't know. It's pretty surreal to be honest. But that's that's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Like I've already you know I've, I've got a pretty good mindset in terms of working hard and stuff, but. When you got people coming up to me and young kids coming up to you like saying, "Wow, I love you know Getaway," for example, it's like, "Wow, no, okay, I got to keep going, like I got to keep pushing." That's 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 what gets me up in the morning, and yeah, 
That's what I love that. <laughs> <laughs> songwriting process is it kind of the same each time I guess what usually inspires you when you are writing a track yeah definitely I feel like I work best when there's a beat already in front of me Mm -hmm. so obviously I'm you know I'm blessed to work with you know very talented producers and majority of the time it's with the guys that I went to high school with and grew up you know um so Mm -hmm. it's good that I've got like a a home base yeah obviously reaching out to other people now as well but for the most part I've got a home base and you know once the beat's there yeah I start once they give me the okay to start writing I jump on it um yeah I feel like that's where I work best when I hear something just so I can probably catch the pocket and yeah it's all about the sonics for me really like trying to not overdo the beat and trying to work well and mesh it all together so that's what it is yeah that's awesome. I absolutely love that. I know that we are talking about brand new single today. Yeah. I imagine that you are, as you just said, extremely hard work ethic, that you're, that you're still writing, there's things going on in the background. Can we expect, without giving anything away, again, I'm still sure that there's that guy with the blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They're coming for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess what can we expect in the next, let's say, six to 12 months from Squid the Kid? Oh, definitely more music. Mm-hmm. Um, should I? There's an EP in the works. There's an EP in the works. Let's just say that. That's terribly so exciting. It's, yeah, it's good. Um, I've always released singles up until now. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have like even a little body of work. Um, so I'm keen to see how that turns out. We're still in the early process, uh, still early stages mm-hmm. of building that. Um, see, seeing how that looks like. But I'm pretty excited to just, you know, I've been... As, as we said, like, you know, listen out and, you know, we're here at South by Southwest and opening up for friendly people and stuff. So we've been on the road for a bit past couple of weeks. So I'm keen to get back home and just like lock myself in the studio for like a, a few months and yeah, get ready for, get ready to ramp back up, uh, get ready to ramp back up in the start of the year. That's terribly exciting. Yeah. I know that there's so many people who are going to be absolutely stoked with that news. So yeah. um, thank you very much for divulging and, and letting us know that there is oh, um, sure. an EP in the works. Um, we would usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that's on high rotation for yourself? Uh, high rotation. Definitely Young Franco. Mm-hmm. After seeing his set, I'd listen out. I've just been, um, you know, uh, abusing his, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, discography. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who else is on? Bit of Dominic Fike. Love, love yep. a bit of Dominic Fike. That new album's just brilliant. Yeah. Um... I've gone blank now. No, no, no. Like, those are still two pretty yeah. solid records. Like, yeah. Artists. Yeah, because Dominic Fike released an album recently. Yeah. Sunburns. So that's really nice to listen to. Um, yeah, I've gone blank. I'm so sorry. No, no. Don't be silly. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good sort of uh, music right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Squid the Kid, thank you very much for nah, um, having, so much having us today. I appreciate it's it. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. On my tippy toes, goddamn baby, what's it, Lily? Yo, hold up, promise I ain't a weirdo. I know it's what. <laughs> Please welcome Blusher, Miranda, Jade, Lauren. Hello, how are we all? Hi. Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I need more microphones, oh, don't yes. I? Oh, yes. I just completely... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hello. Um, Hello. Thank you so much to all three of you for coming and joining us here at Gin Lane today. We're here in Sydney at South by Southwest. How has your week been so far at South by? It's been great. We had our first show last night, which was super fun. Um, And yeah, it's kind of a bit of a dream come true. We've heard of South by Southwest throughout our whole careers, and it's just so cool that it's happening here in Australia. Stoked to be a part of it. We were just discussing before that you guys had your showcase, well, one of the many gigs I believe you're playing while you're here, um, and that there was a lot of crowd interaction, a lot of dancing, a lot of the... um, I don't want to do it because I'm not going to do it right, but I know there's a bit of rocking back and forth. Nailed it. Yep, nice. Um, The gig went well, obviously. Yeah, it went really well. I think it's always encouraging when you look out and you see some of the industry crowd doing the moves and singing the lyrics (laughs) as well and just kind of being fangirls. So that was really nice. That's awesome. I know that there's been so much excitement um, with the band since the EP came out. I think we spoke... Uh, virtually in June or July, I want to say, for the EP, yeah. Should We Go Dance, um, which is fantastic. For anyone who hasn't already listened to it, go do so. You're behind the times. Um, <laughs> how has the reaction been? Yeah, it's been amazing. I think it's always an interesting process. Like, we are so insular in the studio together, just the three of us making all the music, and the process of, like, releasing that into the world is super exciting, but it feels like letting people into, you know, our little friendship and our world that we have. So it's really cool to kind of, yeah, just bring on extra band members with everybody that hears it. And, um, yeah, it's been really lovely to hear that people connect with it because I think that's the main thing that we want is just for people to relate and you know if somebody puts on our EP to get ready for their you know chaotic night out then we've done our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that I know we did speak about uh, the EP kind of soundtracking a night out for people who do listen to it have you had anyone not with like feedback but has anyone come back and said this did soundtrack my night out did it did it do its intended job? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They were actually playing it at the gig last night before we went on. So (laughs) it's soundtracking our own night out. Um, But yeah, we have had a few friends come back and, I don't know, just like, uh, yeah, tell us the stories of listening to the songs, Mm -hmm. uh, when they're getting ready, when they're putting their makeup on, when they're driving, when they're with their friends. Like, yeah, it's really cool to get that kind of response that it exists in people's everyday lives. Shout out to Carrie on our American team who is in a moon boot for her ankle and said that for her first night out back on the town in her crutches, she was like, I'm listening to your music to try and psych psych myself up to get out of the house. And we were like, okay, it's it's working. It's exactly what we wanted. Even for those somewhat impaired still doing its job. That's fantastic. (laughs) Um, I did see footage and I've heard little whispers here and there um, that you're working on some new music as well, possibly... Maybe. Maybe. We, we, we might have uh, just played one of our new songs for the first time last night as well. Very um, exciting. Which is so fun. We've just been, like, in rehearsals preparing some, some new moves for this, for this song that we're very excited about. Not sure if we can say too much about the release date, but, um, yeah, it's coming. We're very excited <laughs> to show you. We'll gladly you. take any information that we can. Um, yeah. I know that while you're in the studio as well, and please correct me if this is wrong, I think working on new music and someone was working on a Maddie Healy impression <laughs> somewhere... <laughs> A 
along the way. There's a joint in it. Effort in it. There's a, jo- a joint How effort. Are you in it? <laughs> it's, it's, like it's a crossover of Oliver Twist meets <laughs> Maddie Healy, kind of like he's, yeah, just talking about how love is like gruel to him, like a drug to him. The way that gruel is to Oliver Twist, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Take this away from me. (laughs) I'm not going to make anyone do the impression. I'm glad we got to talk about it. We won't force anyone to to act it out. Um, There was something that kind of made me link the two together. I think um, Blusher did a a joint interview with Sarah Kinsley, who's here for South by Southwest, um, and will be on the podcast later this week. Um, I think there was a comment that if Blusher was to soundtrack anything or if it was close to soundtracking something it was close to Flight of the, Flight of the Concords because it's <laughs> it is eerily close to almost comedic music and I found that really interesting because I did not get that impression <laughs> from the EP yeah can you explain that a little bit more good to know <laughs> um I think yeah during the writing process we really we really don't take it seriously and we really just like even if we try I think the three of our personalities together just find it impossible mm. to kind of yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, there's like, there are so <laughs> so many parody lyrics that like we almost fill a whole song with just joke lyrics first. And then we're like, we, okay, time to like go through and replace everything. But if we kept all those lyrics, it would be somewhat of a like Flight of the Concords musical situation. <laughs> Could we possibly expect maybe a blusher TV show mm. in the future that's eerily of that same vein maybe slightly comedic slightly musical for sure we've talked about it uh, somebody tag netflix yeah in the comments down yeah. below yeah. <laughs> yeah. Writing the script. i know that your um that your real life manager is next door but if you need a reese darby-esque character please yeah. give me yeah. a call yeah even if it, i'll do a matt maddie healy impression yes yes <laughs> After we spoke, you were about to support, and I'm going to mispronounce it like I did at the time, Tuvalu. Tuvalu? How'd the shows go? They were super fun, yeah. And she and her band are so incredible. Like, we, I don't know, just were so inspired by her, and it was such a dream come true to, yeah, be able to play those shows and also be able to party with her afterwards a little bit. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, they were really fun. Awesome. Can we expect... Any further blusher shows this year? Not just for South by Southwest, but uh, around the country. Yeah, we're playing Beyond the Valley Festival in Victoria um, for New Year's. So, yeah, that's our New Year's plans sorted. Um, We are also... um, I don't know if we're supposed to announce this because it hasn't really been announced, but we're going on to a supporting Daddy Freya in the UK and Europe. So maybe just check if that's that's on the record. But um, when it is... Yeah, we're really excited. It's our first, like, really big tour and our first international, you know, um, like, run of dates. So pretty nervous, just booking hotels, just sharing one big king-size bed with <laughs> three sleeping bags, <laughs> three little nightcaps. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's really exciting. And then we have a few shows uh, planned for next year as well. So. Look, that is all terribly exciting. And um, if it is still under wraps, we'll 
simply edit around that. Yeah. Like it never I don't happened. know if it, I don't know. We mentioned it this morning, so yeah. <laughs> it's in like a couple of It'll weeks. be announced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's starting soon. Yeah. 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 I know when we spoke previously we discussed because um, usually we'd ask I guess what they're currently listening to. I think we discussed what you would play when you're DJing at your gigs because there was a lot of discussion of So Fresh music. There was a lot of discussion of, like, um, dubstep remixes, I think, as well. I will give you the opportunity now to advise what you are currently listening to, if there's anything on your um, streaming services, vinyl players, whatever it is that you listen to music on, what you're currently listening to. Yeah. Uh, Something current. I'm just loving the new Troy Sivan album. I feel like there's some really fun... Uh, dancey songs on that and maybe just a throwback as well. I've been listening to a lot of the Madonna album um, Songs from the Dance Floor is that what it's called? Confessions 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 on a Dance Floor Um, and yeah I used to listen to that a lot as a kid so I've just been like listening to that and getting so nostalgic and I used to dance around to that in my garage with a little CD player and (laughs) pretend that I was the DJ yeah nice Uh, yeah that album is actually inspiring some of the music we've been writing recently which is really fun Um, as well as the new Kylie Minogue album Mm -hmm. uh, so so much fun it's so exciting to see her just releasing such energetic exciting pop music so yeah we've been getting into that yeah definitely um I've been listening to a lot of Dane um who is an Australian artist that's like very pop but also just reaching a lot from like hyper pop and like some metal and stuff um I think she's amazing and also been listening to one of her producers Lonely Spec who's a really sick producer from Australia as well um and yeah just like lots of house music just um I think my recent search on Spotify was 90s house classics (laughs) trying to probably find some like bass sound inspiration for our stuff but um yeah it's a real nostalgic journey some very solid choices across the board there. I think um, some incredible choices. Uh, Blusher, Miranda, Jade, Lauren, thank you very much for coming to chat with us today at South by Southwest. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.